my turn, bro. <laughs> Everybody in the crowd just like. Dude, I had to switch it up and say Dave Matthews this time, dude. It's, dude, it's such a good time. You got to go to one of his concerts sometime, dude. It would be awesome just to see you at the concert. It sounds like a blast. Sitting there, bro. <laughs> Not enjoying the music, but just looking around at everybody. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it would feel, I feel like it'd be the same as like the feeling I got when I went to go see, uh, I went to go watch the, um, what is it, in Seacock, the Grand Prix. Oh yeah, like dude, I went to Seacon just... Grand Prix and I was just like, Yo, "What the fuck? What is this?" Yeah, it's like cars. Seacon, that's that's just rough. a bunch of people in cars driving in circles. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how anybody gets a thrill out of that. It's like they're not even like high powered cars. It's just people driving like fucking like beat up cars. They're all like demolition derby cars. Yeah, but my aunt actually did that once. Like she had an old car that she, I guess, like donated to them, and then they you know the point was it was you know it's probably going to get smashed at some point i think it it went out all i remember is it went out like pretty early but i mean it was still kind of cool to go there i think that's the only time i've been there was for that you know but i mean other than that i mean it was still <laughs> i mean it's not you're not going to go there and see like a a, a <laughs> the actual days of thunder <laughs> you know what i mean like that's like hardcore like nascar you know you got to go you want to go see that then you got to go to the, the big leagues uh, I don't like but, paying. Uh, I don't like paying to go see things where I'm like, I can't wait till this is over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like where I sit yeah. there and I'm just like, when is this gonna finish? <laughs> I feel like it's. I feel like it's like a culture thing. Like if you or just it, maybe it's just the way that you're brought up. Like if your whole family was into NASCAR and like you guys were into cars and stuff like that, then you probably grow up having like a respect for it mm -hmm. and like uh, you probably like admire the sport in some way. Yeah. But I feel like. Um, if you're not into that and you just go, you're going to be trying to figure out like what the hype is before you even enjoy it. <laughs> so, yeah, I was I, I can't really watch NASCAR online. I, I can't do it I, or on TV. Rather, it's like I watch it and I'm like, OK, this is cool, but it's nothing. It, it doesn't really blow me away. I end up seeing like the huge like car crashes on the news like, oh, there was a massive car crash. Somebody got really hurt. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, because they're going like 300 miles an hour. So, anyway. So, what's going on, dude? How's your AC? Oh, it's off now because we don't need it. It's like now normal temperature in the world. So, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm fine. Like, I feel good. Like, my, my face isn't dripping wet. Like, yeah. I don't look like, you know, a boxer. Like, sitting in the corner getting, like, Vaseline rubbed all over his face. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I, did I you find good. did it actually start working or like was it just you have because I mean during the podcast you were like oh dude it's not throwing out any cold air like did that change oh no it was throwing out cold air it was just isolated to the room that it was in like yeah the AC was in that so like the AC is in my bedroom in my my podcast room like slash work office slash like junk room slash like whatever it's like the everything room this room is like off to the side of my bedroom yeah i gotcha and uh it just hadn't reached that yeah room yet. no yeah it just 
the heat was just like nothing was cutting that heat like if you like i had to leave that running for at least a couple hours for it to like actually permeate into the room yeah yeah i got you but but yeah no it ended up being fine uh you know we got that i had the the ceiling fan going like we were trying to cool it up i just slept downstairs where the ac had been running for a while and yeah 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 i do the same thing man i can't sleep i can't sleep at night if i'm hot like i i'll I, I just I'll just toss and turn all night. It's awful. Right. So anyway. But um so, um, dude, uh we talked about this last week. Uh Loki was coming out actually on this past Wednesday, so I know we both watched it. Um what were your initial thoughts about Loki, man? Man, it was just it was great. It was great. I I mean I'm such a fanboy to begin with, man, like when it comes to Marvel. Like I've I I'm I'm I, I'm almost I want to say like I'm almost at the I don't want to say it but I'm almost at the point where it's like I'm an apologist so like even if they do something wrong I'm just like no I wasn't wrong it was blah blah but <laughs> this is why it was right but hmm. but really like I mean everything they've done so far to me like I can't see anything that they've done that was like bad like even right. at their worst the movie was entertaining if that makes sense you know well, yeah, but I mean, it was still, it was only the first episode too. So, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot, I think they're going to build on. They're probably going to explain things that, you know, they may not have explained yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, I just like how it started off. It was very, right from the get-go. It was just like, okay, how did he get there? This is what happened. This is how he got grabbed. And then they just went right into it. Yeah. So um, I didn't expect it to start off from, like, where the Avengers were. Like, I, I just, I don't know why I didn't expect it to go that way. But, you know, um so, I mean, I got a lot cool. to say about it. Um, I mean, I want anybody who's listening, like, and you haven't seen the show yet, if you plan on seeing it and you don't want to have anything spoiled, stop listening right now. Watch the show, come back, and finish the rest of this episode. Yeah. Give you a couple seconds because I am about to spoil the fuck out of everything because I just, I, just so much happened. Just go, dude. Um, just go. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Jeez, I'm let me, let me let me do it my way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, I yeah, this show is dope in so many ways. I mean, they Marvel is digging in the crates, uh, like straight up digging in the crates for uh, for stuff, and they came up with gold here with the TVA. Uh, the mm. Time Variance Authority is a an entity that exists in the Marvel universe. If you read the comics, um, this is something that it came about in like the mid eighties. Uh, it's not exactly the same. There, there are a lot of differences and because of the, uh, complexity of time fuckery, I am not going to start breaking down all the differences and you know, what made the time variance authority different in the comics from the MCU. But I will say that they exist. They they exist in both places. The characters that they've introduced, like a lot of people, don't really realize it because you know you got to be a complete like comic nerd like me. Um, but like the characters, even like uh, Agent Mobius, uh, <clears throat> uh, Judge Rensley, um, they're they're characters from the comics. They're actually there, uh, and they have significant roles. Uh, Mobius is a lot like a, I mean, probably not exactly like a Nick Fury because I don't think he, I wouldn't call him like a director or anything like that. But he's more of like a, a, a 
you know, a Alan Quartermain or Clay Quartermain, I should say, uh, uh, who's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. that pops up, you know, a lot and has ties to a lot of certain characters and stuff like that. So, like, that that's kind of like the same, uh, you know, role that this character has in the Marvel comics. Um, there are a lot of different agencies and stuff like that that exist in the interstitial uh, you know, tissue of the Marvel universe in the comics, like them, Landau, Luckman, and Lake, who's like a, a like a intergalactic or interdimensional law firm that pops up okay. all the time in in Wolverine and in, in uh, the X Men books. Um, there, there are all types of little agencies like that that do like interdimensional or or you know time and space stuff that you don't see a whole lot of them. They don't have their own books. They don't have you know, like very large stories, but they pop up. And so like, this was really cool that they chose this to bring into the MCU and kind of explain why they're bringing Loki back or how to bring Loki back and stuff. But I think it goes a lot further than Loki. Um, something that I picked up on was, uh, you know, the whole, the whole idea that the time variance authority in the MCU was created to maintain the timeline, the sacred timeline and the timekeepers were like these benevolent like heroes that saved the universe from this uh it's like a know, massive this, war this massive war between multiversal dimensions or whatever uh that were created by divergences in the timeline so something that hit me immediately was they've announced a couple of things they announced that fantastic four is going to be a thing um, and they have announced one of the Fantastic Four's like greatest villains, Kang the Conqueror, and Kang the Conqueror is going to be part of the Ant Man movie. Uh, he, I think that's going to where they're saying that they're going to make his debut or whatever. That's what they've announced so far. But they've also announced somebody who's playing the character, and that's Jonathan Majors of uh, Lovecraft Country fame. Um, mm -hmm. He plays the main role, Tick. In Lovecraft, in Lovecraft Country, he's he's phenomenal, great actor. He also played in The Five Bloods uh, on Netflix, which is also a fantastic movie. Um, he's he's great. He's a good actor, but they announced him already. And Fantastic Four and Ant Man, I I don't think that's even like close to being released. So the fact that they've announced him means that I think they have earlier plans to include him in something. So I think this might be where he shows up because Kang the Conqueror is a time-based villain. His mm -hmm. whole thing is manipulating time, going back and forth through time, taking futuristic tech and bringing it back to before it exists and using it to conquer civilizations and worlds um, and just take control. His whole goal is just to control everything. Um, so what I'm thinking, and, and I, I set all that up just to give you an idea of who I'm talking about, why I'm talking about them. But what I'm thinking is that the time Lords or the time keepers and the TVA are trying to keep the timeline, the sacred timeline from diverging at all, because it is this particular timeline in the course of events that led to it, that puts Kang in total control at the end of at the end of time right like this is this is his timeline this is where he rules everything and these guys as they said they're set up in this show to look like heroes they're set up in this show to look like they're controlling everything for the good of humanity 
But really what they're doing is they're just keeping everything in order so that Kang maintains control and doesn't lose it because mm -hmm. this is the particular timeline that sets it up for him. And and it brought me back to Endgame where, not Endgame, uh, Infinity War, where Doctor Strange saw all those multiple different versions of everything and right, there was right. only one out of, some, what did he say? I forget exactly the number, but I think it was something weird, like four million, like some like- Yeah, uh, something crazy, some, six million or something. Yeah, some crazy amount of timelines that he actually sat and saw, like kind of scrolled through every one of them and there was only one where the Avengers come out on top. So you got to figure, you know, it's probably a similar situation for Kang where there's only one way that Kang rules everything, mm -hmm. one particular timeline. And I think they achieved it. And now that he did, he's just trying to keep it pristine. So he's at the top. You have the three timekeepers who aren't really the lords of anything. They're just his puppets. They're his, like he either created them they're fictitious. Maybe he made them up and they're just like a, it's a story that they tell to keep everybody in line or they do exist, but they're like his, like almost like kind of like his Royal guard almost. And they have, and they have control over the TVA, the time variance authority in the comics, the time variance authority, all the people that work for the time variance authority, they're all clones. They're cloned mm -hmm. from specific DNA to do their job. That's why Casey, uh, who happened to be my favorite character in the show. I don't, do you remember who Casey was? Um, I'm not sure. Was right, he... So K Casey was the uh, the clerk dude that yeah the guy who was like, "What's a fish?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you not know what a fish is? He's like, "Cause my yeah. entire existence has been behind a desk because he's a fucking clone." Right, right. And that's all, he was he was bred to just be that, right? Um, so I think that's another clue that says, okay, well, this guy was bred to just be this because he doesn't have any other purpose in life, and all of these people kind of have that same origin they're all like cloned from something and bred to be you know time variance authority troopers time variance authority agents time variance authority uh you know mm -hmm. clerks whatever judges the whole nine and um and so and so yeah that's that's where i get all of these ideas from is just like kind of looking at all, at all that and just piecing it all together but i do think that this is going to be the introduction of kang by the end of this whole thing and I also think that that's not Loki at the end. Okay. That that uh, that dude. No, I didn't think that was Loki either. No, I thought that was somebody different. Um, I think, I, I thought, I mean, you obviously brought a lot of stuff to light that I didn't know. Because um, I was a little confused as to why that guy was like, I don't know what a fish is. I was like, okay, well, like, what's this dude's deal? Um but that's interesting that he's like a clone. That's the only thing he's been bred to do. That's his entire existence. Um, I really, I think for me, the, what I was looking for is trying to just find out more about Loki and why he does what he does and why he is the way that he is. And I think, I think when he was in the room alone by himself and he saw like the you know the video they put up of his mother like dead and he broke down mm -hmm. i feel like you got to see like the core of who he is you know, like where he started to get emotional where he saw like his father and then he saw like his relationship with his brother you know and they were all together as a family and i feel i feel like bringing him back to like how he could have been but things have just kind of gone sour and they've gone their separate ways and he's kind of looked at as like the villain 
I, I feel like I don't know if he ever intended to do that, but I just feel like that's the way that it's that's the way that things have ended up. Right. Um and and I and I think that it was cool to kind of see him reflect on everything that's happened since since that you know what was taking place in the videos you know and I, it was cool to kind of really see like who he was or who he is right at, at the core um but i don't really know if i buy it's it's tough for me because i don't know if i believe him because especially when he was talking to mobius mobius comes back into the room after he had already removed his collar and kind of like jumped around and stuff and just he went back into the room and he was like chilling out there and mobius walks in and he's like oh he's like you want to know why he's like i don't like to hurt people like i don't like to to cause pain and i was like okay he doesn't have the collar on he's got no motive here i know he wants to get out of here but like the tesseract doesn't work people are using infinity stones for paperweights <laughs> i was like thought that was kind of funny too like yeah we have a ton of these you know like people use them as paperweights <laughs> and then and then um and so I feel like he knows that like his magic doesn't work there. The Tesseract doesn't work. The Infinity Stones don't work. So it's not like he has a motive necessarily to, he has no way out. So I, I feel like he maybe was being real at that moment. But I also don't know because Loki's also a trickster. Right. And he tells people what they want to hear. So I don't know if he's messing with them at that point. Right. No. So, so one of the things that I got from all of that, because uh, I noticed all of that myself and, and, um, one thing that I saw was, all right, so this is Loki before he has his little hero's journey through the rest of the MCU, mm -hmm. right? So this is literally like his first appearance is at the end of his first appearance, he gets the Tesseract and, well, not his first appearance because he was in Thor the first, but then he ends up in the Avengers and this is the first Avengers movie at the end of it. He, he ends up getting the Tesseract instead of going to prison. Right. And then he bounces. So all of the stuff that happens after that hasn't happened for him. So he, he hasn't had that like interaction with his brother, with his family, like coming to terms with the fact that he's not necessarily a bad guy and all that stuff that you see in the, the film, he sees it happening and he's like, Oh, but it's like the future. Right. And he's like, Oh, so I, I am not necessarily a bad guy, but I think, the whole thing with the Asgardian gods is that they are who people believe them to be. Right. And, and that was, that was stated, I think pretty eloquently by his mom in Endgame, And, and she told Thor that same thing, like, you know, you've just been what people believe you to be and you're not, you know, what you believe yourself to be. Right. Like, and like, that's why you are the way you are. Right. That's why, cause he was like all like fat and, you know, drinking beer mm -hmm. and he was all like sad because he didn't, you know, defeat Thanos at first. And he ended up had like, he was the one that killed Thanos and shit. And, but you know, he was like, he had given up on himself because he was done. Like he didn't know what else to do because, you know, he had fulfilled everything that he was supposed to be for everybody else. Now what he was, now what's he going to do? Mm. And so his mom was like, you got to be, you know, who, who you want to be now. This is your time to actually go and just explore yourself and find yourself. And the whole thing with Loki watching that film of himself, like the rest of his life, was to what basically showed him what he could be. And it was basically that it it played the role of Thor's mom 
for Loki. Like it gave him that same speech without the without having any of the words, and then he he put it all together for himself. Right. So I do believe that at the end of it, he was like, okay, well, I know that I don't have to be what I thought I had to be, and I'm 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 definitely interested in finding my true purpose, right? And so, like, he's not 100% on board with the TVA. But I do believe that in from what you would like, kind of like siding with what you were saying, like that. That was not really a choice. That was like he had to like really he had to throw in with the TVA because there's nothing else that he could do at that moment. But I do think I do think that he's done trying to be the villain like he wants to be. I do think he wants to be more than that now because he saw that he can be. Mm -hmm. And that's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's um. I mean, I think. I mean, you definitely closed a lot of gaps for me because I there was some stuff I didn't know. So, like you know the um, uh, the TVA and stuff like that, I thought was really interesting. I like how they're. <laughs> it seems like they go from zero to sixty though. Like there was, like they walk into this room and they're like, "I oh, take a ticket," and like he takes a ticket, and then the other dude's like. Why do I need a ticket? And he like he gets into an argument, and then they just like vaporize them. It's like, all yeah. right, like like it's either you just do what they say, or they're just gonna like remove you from the, the universe. <laughs> so. Yeah, like that whole. I think I thought that whole scene was brilliantly done, man. Because like I watched it, and I was like, it was over the top, the entire thing. Like you know, like he's like, hey, this is fine as Guardian leather, and the robot's just like, yeah, all right, fuck your leather, bam, and like yeah, just yeah. burns it all off, and he's like, oh shit. And then he gets dropped and like everything is all like, you know, bam, bam, bam. Uh, But it does a very good job of like explaining the circumstances that Loki's in right now. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you very quickly begin to learn that Loki's power and Loki's like personality just isn't going to work here. So he's going to do something to change or he's got to try and figure something out. And you don't know what it is at that point, but you you understand that he's not getting out of it. Like they did a good job of like doing that. And Owen Wilson was great. He was. Oh, dude, he, he was, was great, man. He was. No, awesome. he was just. He was definitely just like a shade of Owen Wilson. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yep. he, he was good though. I really enjoyed him. I liked um, when he, I liked when he was talking to the judge. And I what did he say? Something like uh, I'm I'm always looking up to you. And he was like, seems appropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it feels appropriate. It feels appropriate. <laughs> I also like the other thing where Loki was standing in the, he gets his like sentencing or whatever. And he goes, and I'm sorry <laughs> for this. <laughs> like, nothing happened. like, like if his powers actually worked, that would have been a baller like line to close on, but they just yeah. did it. And he looked like such a dumbass. He's like, why, is, why isn't it working? Yeah. Your powers don't work here. <laughs> why isn't it working? I don't so. know. I don't know her character's name, uh, but wound me, uh, she she's from uh she's from that show Shrill on Hulu and mm. also from uh Lovecraft Country. Um she's great, man. And and like just when she starts like cracking up a little bit, like she's so straight laced in the entire show. And just that moment where she cracks up just a little was yeah. was pretty funny. Like I, I like that. She was just like he's trying to use his powers. Powers, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really I really do like it. I like where it's going. Um, you know, they already left it open for like a great second episode, so Oh, so before we move on, something that the internet found, people on the internet, uh and Rob actually found this on the internet and told me about it. 
Um, and I missed it the first time, but the second time I like looked for it and I saw it, uh, agent Carter, uh, Sharon Carter, no Peggy Carter from, Mm -hmm. uh, from captain America, the woman that he went back in time to like stay with. Yeah. 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 So she's actually, you know, brought into the time variance authority by, uh, one of the troopers or whatever. Like you see them coming through a portal. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know like what, I don't know what she did or when she did it, but she was, she was under investigation, which was pretty cool. Um, all right. Like interesting. You immediately would think that it's because, you know, Steve Rogers went back in time and stayed with her and that might mess up the timeline. But if that was the case, then why not, bring in steve rogers because he's the one that he's the variant at that point right 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 Right. so they brought her in which means that she was the variant so that can't be why she was there it had to be something else so the other so the something else had to be like probably during her time as like you know a a founding shield agent and probably something along the lines of i would i would think that she found some kind of time traveling technology and probably tried to go back in time to save steve yeah right and then you know got caught by them and then i guess maybe she didn't do anything terrible to the timeline so they released her or whatever and she's back and and kind of reset her timeline right you know but i don't know that's that's just a thought but that was cool it was cool no to that's see cool her. man because i didn't even see that i didn't even notice that so that i like those little like nuggets that like you probably got to look for yeah if you if you blink you miss it it is so quick but like she comes they come out of a portal and it's clearly her it's 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 a woman with dark like hair same hairstyle same exact hairstyle wearing the same like clothes clothes style yeah that she wears probably not Haley atwell because we know who the character but it's like yeah i could tell 100 percent that that was supposed to be peggy carter all right that's dope i'm gonna have to look for that i'll probably check it out how I far wonder, into it is it? It's is it like uh, like halfway through? In? Yeah. So right. so when he first gets the um, that little gadget and starts like blinking all around, when he first gets into the hallway, just before he meets Casey, that's what like he pops into the hallway and then like he looks to the left and you see the the doorway open up and you see two people come out. The two people that come out, one of them is Peggy Carter. Yeah, because I saw that open, but I didn't notice it was okay. Cool. Yeah. So like, so like, go back and watch that part. You'll see what I'm talking about. And if I'm wrong, tell me. But I, I'm, I'm, the internet said it. I kind of was like, okay, well, let's see if they're right. And I went back and I watched, and I was like, oh, fucking 100 percent, that's her. So like, if I'm wrong, <laughs> let let me know what you think. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I totally agree that it's her, and it, it's a pretty dope, like, Easter egg. You know. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, last piece. Sorry. I keep going on about this show. It's so good, though. Um, Yeah, it's just the first episode, man. Like, the last, the very last scene, the character that, you know, kills the the Time Variance Authority troopers. You know who I'm talking about? The the hooded character? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so that guy, people would think that that's Loki, but I don't think it's Loki. I think that's actually, I do think that that's actually Kang. I could be wrong that it's Kang. It might be somebody else, but I don't think it's Loki. Two reasons. One, if it was Loki, he wouldn't be just standing there, not saying anything. He talks too much. Right. He's very arrogant. 
he's he's theatrical with everything he would just be like ah, and i'm loki and i'm the god of mischief and blah, blah blah you're gonna bow to me and i'm gonna rule everything like he would he would have a speech right that's just it's him it's that that's his yeah, character yeah. um but the other thing is that at the very beginning of that scene when they all pop in and they're looking around they're looking at that weird thing that's sticking in the ground like i i thought it looked like a shovel but i can't imagine like why there would be like a 31st century like shovel yeah i don't know what that is man it looks yeah it looks but it had like a shovel handle it was weird yeah but it's definitely something like archaic you know what i mean i'm not sure exactly what that is but yeah i i was that's something else i'm looking for that to be explained because i wasn't sure what that was i'd never seen anything like it so uh so they're looking at it and the guy says and this is why i said 31st century this the guy says this is from the third millennium it's mm-hmm. a third millennium object or whatever he says but it's it's very specific he says third millennium that is it was so quick like he didn't say it and linger on it they just said it and just moved on but he said it so i feel like it's important and third millennium is 31st like 31st century falls into the third millennium 31st century is where kang's from okay so he that's where he originates. So if so if Kang originates in the 31st century and they're specifically mentioning the 3rd millennium, I feel like that that's the connection right there. And I don't know yeah, if that's That would make sense. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to go on or if they're going to really get into Kang like that, but I I think it's real early for it, but I wouldn't be surprised. It could be a really cool uh tie-in. And, that, yeah, and that's I all I got. I, th- I think it might be at the very end of it, like they reveal like some form of Kang and then we know, you know, like if, if people follow it as close as you do, as far as like with Ant-Man and the announcement they made, then Mm -hmm. they're going to be like, oh, cool. You know, like they're kind of giving him a little bit of, um, giving him a little bit of like fire under the seat, you know, for people to be aware, like, okay, here he was, he's been around for a while. So, um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the second episode coming out on Wednesday. So um, I like how they're doing it on Wednesday now. We don't necessarily wait until Friday. So it's kind of a nice way to break up the week. Yeah, Wednesday um, is New Comic Book Day. I thought that was interesting, too. So New yeah. Comic Book Day, New Marvel Show Day. I mean, that's cool. It threw me off, though, because like I was everybody's like, hey, did you watch Loki? I was like, that shit's on now. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's the date. And I never put the date with the fucking day. Like I was like, oh, it's a Wednesday because yeah. yeah, I'm used to it being Fridays. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't even get to watch it until like Friday night, and then I watched it again this morning. But um, yeah, but yeah, it's it, dude, awesome. Yeah, I'm, they did I'm, a really good job with it, man. I'm into um, it. Yeah, and um, I want to mention something else. I was watching too. Um, that it's not we won't go into it that much, but it's it's worth mentioning because I heard about it from uh, my wife, and then she wanted to check it out. We watched the trailer for it. Um, really kind of just like random but it's on hbo max it's called hacks um and i find it interesting because it's about this older las vegas stand-up comedian um she's like a legendary las vegas comedian and she gets paired up with this um this like entitled like outcast who um is 25 years old she's like a writer or she does comedy but she got in she got in to some shit because you know she tweeted something or said something that she shouldn't have said and it was like one of those quotes that you know it's kind of like somebody now like you put a quote out there and everybody like tears you apart for what you said and tries to dissect what you said and blah 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 so she's kind of like it's really hard for her to get like a job anywhere and her agency is about to let her go and she has this one job one shot to work with this woman 
who is this really like older legendary Las Vegas comedian that they're trying to put like a new spin on what she does. So it's interesting because I don't know if you've ever seen like the Brady Bunch movies. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember the woman? Um, she was, it wasn't a huge character and I don't remember the character's name either, but there was that, that guy from SNL who was like their next door neighbor who basically was always looking at them. Like what is wrong with these people? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? He yeah. was like the guy with like the slick back hair. His wife was like this drunk who was always like in the house, just being like, she was always hung over. And like, she showed up at like one of the school auditoriums. She was kind of like fake sitting on all like the younger guys laps and stuff. She was just kind of that weird character, but she plays Deborah Vance in this series. Um, and she, her name's Jean smart. She's been around for a while. Um, and I just think that she does a really good job of, portraying this character you know and she it's it's really interesting because if you're into if you're into comedy and really trying to figure out how stand-up comedians think or how comedy is written um and what that uh what that atmosphere looks like i personally find these shows super interesting from doing stand-up so you know they talk about like what it was like to get stage time back then and returning to like the comedy scene now after they've accomplished all the stuff and seeing like how they can just walk in and be like all right I want I need some stage time and they get up that night um telling stories about the old days she's working with this younger writer and the differences between how we tell jokes and how she tells jokes like what i thought was really interesting is that like now a lot of uh a lot of um Zen or, or what is it? Um, generation Z or whatever. And, and, uh, just the generation now it, everything is very like every joke is thoughts, which I didn't really notice. Right. Like if you go on Twitter, a lot of things that people find funny are just thoughts. You know what I mean? Instead of actually having a joke that ends in a punchline. And so she was saying, she's like, she would say, Oh, well you could say this. And she's like, well, where's the punchline? And she's like, well, that's the joke. She's like, yeah. She goes, jokes end in a punchline. And so you find like that's how they butt heads. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and it was very interesting to see like the two different types of comedy and why her act works for her time and why this girl's things that she would say that, I, that we thought were funny, and some of them are funny, are not going to read well with an older audience. Right. You know, but it just shows how they kind of become close um, she's helping her rebrand, like do like an entirely new hour, hour, um, Christopher McDonald, who plays shooter McGavin and happy Gilmore. He's actually in it. He owns the casino that she's actually been performing in. She has like a record for most comedy shows done there. So, um, I would say, you know, if you guys are looking for a good show, something that probably is going a little under the radar, um, I would check out hacks it's on hbo max i think it's it's really good i'm going into the last episode tonight where she's going to do like her new one hour so i'm really interested to see where that's going to go um but it already got picked up for a second season so um you know good enough for a second season so i don't know it was something different something i never would have expected to watch if or even known about it unless my wife had mentioned it to me but um, we watched the trailer. It looked interesting. And we've kind of like literally blown through it in the past like two, three days. And they're half hour episodes. So nice. you can kind of go right through them. So check it out. I think it's worth it. I will. But that's me. It's kind of I my will. brand of, of show. You know, something different. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds interesting um, and worth and definitely worth checking out. I, uh, I watched this show called Crime Scene Kitchen. Yeah, dude, you were telling me about that. What's the deal with that? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I saw the commercial for it, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. 
and uh you know courts into cooking competition shows like she watches like almost every co- cooking competition show like that's out there of course um yeah. i am not into cooking competition shows but the twist on this was just like yeah that's interesting to me so i want to check it out yeah um, and you can say that court watches every cooking show because she's a cook and like she's yeah. a really good cook so yes. that makes sense that you'd be into that yeah 100 <laughs> percent. um yeah so so i was uh I was looking at the commercial. I was I, I looked over her. I was like, "You want to check this out?" And she was like, "Yeah, definitely." So like we were like, "All right." So anyway, first episode, second episode came out already, um, and so they do it. It looks like they're doing it kind of like uh, tournament style. Like they have brackets. Like they had like one group of contestants that all kind of you know did every did everything, and then one gets kicked off. And then they had the second week had a completely different group of contestants. And then one person got kicked off. So I think they're gonna flip back and forth until they get to like you know. A, the two winners from each group and then they'll have them pair off like face off against each other i'm assuming that that's what they're going to do but the concept is you you go into the you go into the crime scene kitchen which is this kitchen that's set up every each one each uh each team is a team of two each team goes into the crime scene kitchen and they get a couple of minutes to like walk around and check the scene out right so it's basically just Somebody makes a dessert and they leave like all their shit out. Like they don't clean up after themselves, right? And like, you, all right, because I was gonna ask like, yeah. what crime scene. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah so, you, right. so they get to walk around and they got to look at all the stuff that's out. Like you know the 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 utensils, the the equipment that they used. Uh, they can look in the sink and check out the the dirty stuff that's in there. Like you know what what uh, ingredients were used. What what do they see that's out? And they always try to trip them up a little bit too. Like they'll leave out like things that weren't opened. So like maybe there's like a yeah. maybe there's a package of flour, but it's still sealed, right? Like so, so you like, got to check to see if it's been opened. Yeah, because yeah, like if right, it's not right, open, right. then maybe it wasn't used, right? So right, right. So they're looking at all this stuff, and then they got to take the ingredients and they got to say, okay, well, what can you make with these ingredients, right? And then they got to figure out how they made it and like what it looks like in the end. So. What's what's cool about it is everybody comes up with something. Sometimes everybody comes up with something different. All right. And it's just like, all right. So, like, this is interesting because, like, you know, it's all the same ingredients, but they all come up with some, like, different idea, like, you know, carrot cake or black forest cake or red velvet cake or whatever. But what's funny sometimes is when somebody comes up with the right answer, but then said, like, so there, there are times where, and it, and it and it's hilarious to me. Like, and I'm sitting there like, Oh, you're so dumb. Like there was, <laughs> there were times where it was like, I saw people that were like, Oh, I know what this is. This is a carrot cake. And they, and they made it a naked cake, which means like the, the frosting is like, you know, very, very thin. Like you can see through it. Right. You could actually see the, the cake through the frosting. So it's very lightly frosted. Um, and and he says that out loud. He's like, "Oh, they made a naked cake. I can tell it's naked. It's a naked cake. It's carrot cake." It says, and he had everything right. But this was a team of people that actually uh, like make cakes in Vegas. Like they're all like always over the top cakes, right? So his brilliant idea was like, "Yeah, I'm going to make a carrot cake, but I'm not going to do a naked cake. I'm going to do this awesome looking fucking carrot cake that." It's going to blow their minds and it's going to be amazing. And like, and he did, he made this amazing carrot cake, but then he presented it and like, they were like, yeah, but it wasn't a naked cake. And this was a naked cake. They made a naked cake. So they're winning and you're not like, it's just like, why, (laughs) 
why, why not, would you do yeah 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 why did you it. figure it out and then not do what you were supposed to do like because you wanted to do something different there was another one where like there, it was an italian dude <laughs> like there was an italian dude as, as part of the team and it was con- like the the end thing that they had to make was cannoli okay right so everybody figures out that it's cannoli everybody that team the wife figured out that it was cannoli she was like oh it's cannoli right cuz like right. they had like the they had the right dough like the right uh like uh ricotta cheese filling all that stuff uh and little chocolate chip like mini chocolate chips and the ends were dipped in chocolate so like you could see like the ends were dipped in chocolate on the wax paper like you could see the two spots on the wax paper where the thing was laying yeah so so the wife's like oh it's cannoli and the guy's like no it's not cannoli and she was like no 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 it's cannoli he's like hun i'm italian he was like i'm italian if they used ingredients that would be used in cannoli i would know it <laughs> he was like it's not cannoli i'm going it's donuts and so what? they made and so they ended up making donuts and everybody else made cannoli Yo, if you could see the wife, I swear to God, just like when they all came out and everybody had cannoli and like they were the only ones with donuts. And then the and in the end, when it ended up being donut, not donuts and cannoli, dude, the the wife was just like, like you could see on her face like he was like he was dead. He was dead to her. <laughs> but you got, dude, you got to watch the show, man. It's great. Like they do a lot. And what's his name? Uh, fucking um, Joel McHale. Oh, it's Joe McHale. Yeah, oh, he's the host. I don't like him, dude. And I don't really like him either, but he does a really good job on this show. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I said Joe McHale did like this whole like Tiger Tiger King documentary, and I just I don't know, dude. He thinks I, I feel like Joe McHale thinks he's funnier than he is. You know, I, I think that's I think, why he drives me crazy. I think a I lot just, of people think they're funnier than they are. Like that's just. I think that's just you have uh, you have to think that if you're going to be in the business, you know what I mean. Yeah, but he's got this. It's like an arrogance. Like imagine, you imagine know, being in the business and being like, eh, maybe I'm not that good at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wonder if I suck. Like every day, you're just like, oh man, I'm, I don't, I don't know how I am still fucking doing this. This is so weird. But I'm gonna keep going until they kick me out. Like, <laughs> like that's just, I don't know. It's just a weird mentality to have. You have to be arrogant. You have to be like, you have to think that what you're saying is something that somebody wants to hear, or else you just should just pack it up and fucking bounce. Like that's just, <laughs> that's my, that's my take on it. I mean, yeah. I mean, arrogance is a. It comes with the territory. Uh, Granted, he wears it on his sleeve a little more than others. But I guarantee you, everybody else is just as arrogant. They just don't show it as much. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to. I, crime Scene Kitchen yeah. seems interesting, man. Definitely <laughs> something that I know Becca would probably be into watching. So, And I know there's somebody listening to this podcast right now that if they haven't seen it, they are going to watch it now. <laughs> oh, yeah, please watch it. It's, it's fun. It's, yeah. it's fun. It's funny. And like there are those moments, like I said, most of the comedy just comes from people like knowing the answer and then doing something completely different or like pretending like thinking that they know more than they do and totally blowing it. And it's like it's just great. It's really fun. All right. I'll have to check it out. So I figured we switch it up, man. Um, 
All right. We haven't done this in a while. What, what, what? Uh, so we haven't done this in a while. So I'm going to throw out a, a would you rather question. Oh, oh, oh all right. Okay. Because <laughs> so, we haven't done this in a while. So we got a couple. I got a couple good ones that I've been holding on to. Um, but let me see. Some, some, some different ones. All right. What about this one? I'll let you go first and then I'll jump in. Would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? Wait. <laughs> Would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? I feel like both I feel like both things would have their benefits, right? Like <laughs> like if I gave up all drinks except for water, that would be like an amazing like step in life to take, right? Like you should probably do that. Like water should be the only thing that we drink, but we drink all this other shit, right? Right. Um, conversely, most of the things that we eat that are in an oven can be made in other ways. Nah, man. Like, what about chicken parm? <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, I mean, how you getting... again, do I mean, it, like, we're looking at, I'm looking at it from a health standpoint, right? No, no, I, I'm do not I, saying chicken, chicken parm is the best thing. I'm not saying chicken parm is <laughs> the best thing ever. That you, I, that was just the first thing I was thinking of, like stuff that like has been cooked in an oven. That like I don't know why chicken parm came to mind, but like that's one thing that I know I like. It's not healthy, but I mean, like, would you want to give up everything <laughs> that's been cooked in an oven? I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna problem... go with that. I'm gonna go with the water. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the first one. Water. I'm gonna give up everything but water. Yeah, I'd probably do the same thing. I mean, I'm I, I'm not an alcoholic, all right? I love yeah. I love drinking beer, I love drinking like whiskey and all that shit, but I'm not like like I'm not going to like go into withdrawal if I switch to water where I might yeah, be upset if I don't get to have like, you know, a slice of birthday cake or some shit. Yeah, but I you mean know? Yeah, all right, it makes sense. Yeah. All right, cool. Like it's like um, yeah. some sometimes sometimes the cake's really good. You know, and if it's a really good cake, you want to have some. And I'd be like, ah, oh, shit, I can't have that because I chose the second one. Um, yeah, yeah. So I would choose the first. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. And there's another one here. Um, would you rather be the first person to explore a planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease? both sound really fucking tedious like things that i would like enjoy for a couple minutes and then like want to skip to the end result um uh i don't know i mean let's go did you say explore another planet no no no. so would you rather be the first person to explore a planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease Oh, I'd be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease. Yeah, easy. Because yeah, yeah, because agree. being the first person to explore a planet never fucking works out well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's always like, oh, should I touch this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just or just being in the atmosphere. Like, I mean, you just like dissolve like because the oxygen is actually acid or some shit. Like, I don't know. It's like I don't know. I just yeah. No, that's a negative. I would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go after there's been like hundreds of people that populate that planet. Like that's yeah. 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 Once, once enough people are there and it's like, they've been there for a few years, I'd be like, all right, I'll check it out. 
All right, and uh, I got one more for you. So, right. um, let's see. Um, this is a Marvel-themed one, so I think it's kind of cool. All right. Would you rather live under Hydra's fa- uh, fascist rule or live freely after Thanos' snap? <laughs> Man, I feel like I feel like I'm already living in one, and and the other is just a fucking fairy tale. Uh, <laughs> So I'm gonna go with the fairy tale. I'd rather live freely after Thanos' snap, but yeah, I just don't see it happening. <laughs> yeah, that was like the one that I posted in the Nerd Ruckus uh, thing. I forgot what exactly what I said. It was something like, it, "Would you rather have live in a world where Thanos' snap never happened?" No, no. With Thanos, oh no. Would you rather live in a in a universe um, where Thanos' snap happened? but was undone or would you rather live in a universe where it never happened at all? Right. For me, for me, it would be never happened at all because there, I thought it was two like, folds to it. I thought it was like the, the, the first one was some more like uh there were no superpowers or whatever. Like there, not, none of it existed. No, let me see. I'll, I'll go <clears> back. Cause, um, I actually have the group pulled up right here. Um, all right, it is. Um, as I look for it, and now I can't find it. Perfect. Um, I don't know where the hell it is, but yeah, no, it was basically like, would you rather live in an in an existence? Would you rather exist in a universe? Oh, here it is. Would you rather exist in a universe where it where Thanos' snap happened but was undone or exist in a universe where it never happened at all. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah. Yep. So which rather, one? I would rather live in the first one uh, where, yeah, where see, it happened the, where it happened and it was undone. There's more people actually said the opposite. They ex- exist in a universe where it never happened at all. I think it's... Having it being undone, it's kind of... I feel like that changes everything. Like, you know it happened, but if it was undone, it's like the fact that that happened screws up everything. Because now people know that, like, oh, that could happen. <laughs> but it, but it yeah. never happened at all. It keeps something somewhat normal. So I don't know. Yeah, but, like, if it, it – once – so I'm a big – so my 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 philosophy is has always been that you cannot have good, like, real good, without having evil. Like, everything has to exist in a balance, right? Like, you have to have something – to to use as contrast for the thing that you want mm-hmm. right uh emotionally um i i say that's my philosophy i'm sure there was a philosopher that has come up with this concept before i don't i'm not that fucking stupid but i just don't know who it was so i'm going with it's me uh so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my philosophy um, going i'm going with it's me <laughs> um but but in this case, it's the same kind of thing. Like, but but it's the ultimate. It's like, all right, so you have the Thanos snap happen, right? Yeah. And you're either you're either gone, you're either go dusted, right? You're either one of the people that disappear, or you're one of the people left behind, right? Imagine five years later, how fucking awesome it is when you either get the person that you lost back, or you come back, <laughs> right? And you're just like, wow. 
<laughs> it's five years later. Imagine how many versions of Mac OS have come out already, right? Like in, in yeah, fuck in, that. In, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I like how I like how you went to straight to Mac OS. <laughs> I'm just saying it's just like there's 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 so much stuff to catch up on. I don't know both both scenarios. That doesn't like sound I'm... like fun at all. That sounds awful. <laughs> You're totally left behind. You have no idea what the fuck's going on. Oh, because like... the person. Yeah, but or you're or you're one of the people that didn't actually disappear, and you're you've been grieving the loss of somebody for five years, and then they're back. Like imagine, yeah, them coming but you know that, that moment. Fuck that is. Like I want that moment. Like when they come back, you know what I mean? Like it's just uh, to me that's just awesome. Like I don't five know if seasons I want to go... of Loki, bro. Five fucking seasons of Loki. I don't want to. I don't want to go through that big of a loss to only to wait five years to be like. Oh, it wasn't real. Like, it's not worth it. Like the pain you would have to go through for five years of of not having that person in your life. The payoff. It's I, all about the payoff for me. The fuck the payoff, man. I'd rather just be consistent and have that person in my life instead of not having them for five years. Like, imagine like coming back, just being like, "Holy shit, there's holograms now!" Wow. Right. Oh like, God. like. Or you could just holograms. live there and see it evolve naturally. Uh, it's so. too slow. All right, whatever. But um, but, but yet, speaking. But that's a, yeah. All right. I'm I I'm gonna go the other way. But I see your point. Um. And but I I just realized we have to bring up something, uh. Because I can't believe we almost forgot to talk about it, dude. Um. Good versus evil, man. The new friggin' Heat Masters of the Universe trailer. Whoa. Dropped. Yeah. God. How did dude, we not it was, think about we this wasn't in our show notes at all. Um. No. I dude. I was so dope. I was legit was so ready to dope. be like, oh yeah. So that's it. That's all I got today. Um, no, no, yeah. no, no. We have to talk about it, dude. It was so sick. That trailer, dude, gave me chills. Like, it gave me chills it to the great. point where I felt like I was a kid again. But it, dude, the animation is just like so amazing. Um, it looks like it's gonna be like we're looking at 2021 Masters of the Universe compared to like what it was. So they can do so much more with the animation. It looks smoother. The characters look better. Um. It's the same animation um, studio that did Blood of Zeus. I don't know if you saw that show, um, but this is something that I raved about when it came out. Uh, Blood of Zeus is amazing. It's a, it's all uh, Greek mythology. It's a, mm. uh, you know, and, and it's all Japanese animation, or it's a Japanese animation studio that put it together, Powerhouse Studio. Um, mm-hmm. If they're not a Japanese studio, and it's actually an American studio that emulates Japanese animation, I'm sorry, I don't know. <laughs> But but I do know that it I mean, when I look at it and I look at the animation style, it's Japanese animation. I don't care what what how you slice it. No, no. Um, by looking at it, I can tell that. Yes. Yeah. And um, and so Blood of Zeus was amazing. And just seeing this. Like, it's like, yeah, this is it. They're, they're not letting their foot off the gas, man. This is and, and the cuts for the trailer were dope. Like the way they cut it to the song they use. I need a hero. As the song, yeah. See, that's what I really loved. Yeah, it was Bonnie Tyler's "I Need a Hero," and which was, which was great because being that the original Masters of the Universe came out in the '80s, it was like they're using that '80s song to bring you back to that time. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is perfect!" Like as soon as I heard that show, that song pop on, I was like, "Oh, this trailer is everything right now." <laughs> no, it's so absolutely sick. amazing. And just the the cuts, though, the animation cuts, like just the. St- Oh my god! It's just like it was like watching a music video. I wanted it to go on. I didn't want yeah. it to stop. I wanted to watch the rest of the music video. Like it was just so dope. It was so perfect. And uh, you know, I, I know, I know. Like I, I just I'm looking forward to like hearing 
all of the characters speak. Yeah, that that's one thing I'm looking forward to. I mean, we we had a discussion about this, um, and it, b- before I get to that point, I just want to say, did did you realize like how badass Battle Cat looked? <laughs> I oh, was like, yeah. oh, it was awesome. Yes, and but, Orko, uh, Orko looked oh, badass. Or- Orko, yeah, Orko looked dope, dude. Everybody in this trailer looks so, so when, fucking good. Um, I don't think I've ever, but, even like when I was a, uh, even when I was a kid, like watching this stuff for the first time, I don't think I've ever uttered the words Orko looked like a badass. Yeah, no, he looks awesome, man. They did a really good job with everything. I'm really excited to see this all. I just can't wait for this, dude. It's weird to me, though. Like, I have to watch it, and I know know it's like I got to watch it, give it its chance, and and find out what it is just by seeing it. But Kevin Smith said, and I, I paraphrase because I can't quote unless I spend the time to look it up, but I paraphrase. He said, this is not a reboot or a revamp this is a continuation from the last episode of the 80s cartoon that we all know and love just carrying on so if that's the case what the fuck did orgo do like how did he get to be a badass like because like he was like a little fuck he was like this big with like little skinny arms and like just you know Mm. scared of everything not getting involved like bounces like whenever there's trouble to now looks like he's straight up locking horns with skeletor and he's got, he's got, he's got biceps, bro. Like you see, sure you the, see his sure arms like the, while he's doing shit, and it's like he's got biceps. He's like he's ready. He is. I'm sure ready. that they, yeah, but I'm sure that they made changes, some changes to it. You know what I mean? To to try to improve things in, in, in a sense. Um, not that they needed to be necessarily. I mean, yeah, I, I guess you were saying like keeping characters, but I mean, like, hey, that's kind of that's kind of dope, man. I'm, maybe there's a reason why that happens. That yeah, we, we and, and I out. think so because did you did you notice? And I don't. I noticed it immediately. The the pictures, the first look pictures that we got, mm-hmm. like you, they showed a little lineup of. It was Tila, Evil Lynn, Andra, and I think maybe one other character, but they were all like kind of in a in a picture together, like side by side, mm-hmm. and they were all like jacked, like they had spent yeah. time in the gym. Um, the attorney of Jim. <laughs> right. Evil Lynn was in that picture with the others and they were on the same side. Yeah, I didn't I I didn't understand that. I just kind of let it be. So something something's yeah. going on. But that's not that's not what I was going to say, but I just wanted to point that out. But what I was going to say is that that picture they looked all jacked. They all had different like gear on and stuff like that, but when you look at the trailer the trailer is all old school. Like it had Tila in her old outfit and she wasn't ripped. She was like still just kind of like Tila was back then. Uh, Sorceress wasn't all jacked up. Like nobody, nobody else was jacked up. So I'm wondering if that scene is like a, a throwback, like a, like a, what do you call those? Like a flashback, right? A flashback. Yeah. Either a flashback or it's where we start. And then they flash forward to a new time when something happened and they all like went through some kind of not a metamorphosis, but they all kind of went through some shit. And, you know, everything is like, yeah, kind of post-apocalyptic Eternia where, you know, Teela right, had right. to get jacked for some reason. You know, what I mean, like maybe maybe they have like an explanation for some of that, which is interesting. Yeah. And maybe Orko did like, you know, maybe he trained with Teela and, you know, they <laughs> He trained with Tila. Yeah, he spots her every now and then, and you know, 
I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know, man. We'll find out. Um, but I wanted I want to answer your uh, your question or you are not your question. Your you have the comment about like the voices of all these people. Mm. Um, I think I, I, like I said to you um, earlier this week, you know, Hamill is is you know Skeletor, which is a great choice because Hamill's obviously like become like an, a legendary voice actor. Um, I think um, my only concern with Hamill is I was not overly impressed at all with Chucky. Um, when he did, when he came out and did Chucky, all I heard was Mark Hamill just doing like a creepy voice. Like I, I it took me out of the movie actually. Um, I didn't, I didn't like the reboot of Chucky either. I thought it was garbage, but I think um, uh, if my only thing is that we only heard Skeletor say like a line or two in this trailer, but I heard really big similarities to the Joker. And I, I, that's just my only thing. Like it might just be like what he said in the trailer, but I'm just hoping that like when I watch this, I'm not hearing too much of the Joker and it's good. It's, it's hard, man. Like as a voice actor, like you're, you're going to hear shades. We're going to hear shades of it because it's his, it's his voice. I mean, the Skeletor and and Joker are very, are kind of similar like this in this some, some they're in the same kind of range could be so i i know i'm gonna hear mark hamill i'm gonna hear some joker i'm gonna hear his version of skeletor i just hope i don't hear too much of it to the point where like i'm watching this and i get taken out of it but there's also the other side where i know that if i'm seeing skeletor and i'm hearing the voice i'm probably going to forget about the joker you know what i mean so i i think i think i'll probably it won't be an issue, but it was just one of those things that, like, initially I was like, oh, that sounds like Joker. Oh, no. Mm. But I'm giving it a shot, man. I'm sure that it's going to be fine, but it was just one of those things that I picked up on. And I'm really excited to see um, or hear Alan Oppenheimer as um, Moss Man. I think that's going to be dope. Yeah, because, so. I mean, like, that's that's the other thing, too, is, like, Mark Hamill's not, like, an, an Alan Oppenheimer or Chris Collins or, or Steve Bloom. You know what I mean? Like, he's not he's not that type of voice actor where he's going to bring, like, you know, this completely different voice every time he voices a character. He uses his voice and he alters it. Uh, right. You know, and, and that's why, like, like like you said, like, that's why you're going to hear shades of that. He said four words in the trailer. Like, I'm not concerned. I think Hamill's a complete professional. I don't think he's just going to be the Joker. No, I as, don't think he's going to be just the Skeletor. Joker either. No, uh, no, that's not what I mean. But something that I said that I, I, you disagreed with me on it, but I, I, I really want somebody to ask him this in an interview. I know that we are not, you know, that status yet where we can get Mark Hamill on our shit. Um, so I can't ask him, but I hope somebody does. Uh, like, really, I wanted, dude, we're not at that status yet. I thought, dude, we have I three episodes. Like we, had him on, we have three episodes. I thought we had him maybe, on speed dial, bro. Bro, so. we have three episodes and maybe thirty <laughs> views total uh, through through all three of them. So no, we're not at that status yet. Um, <laughs> I love how you had to break it down. You had to break it down, even though I'm very privy to the same damn analytics. So. Well, I just Stupid. wanted the rest of the world to know. Yeah. Um, All right. Cool, man. So, yeah, I'm a little salty about it, but whatever. Uh, whatever. I mean, so, we've done this before. We have to start over. We've built it. We're going to build it back up. I know. So it's a process. So, um, so yeah, like we're not at that status yet, but I hope that somebody asks this question soon so I can read about it. But I think that Hamill was influenced or inspired by 
Oppenheimer's um, Skeletor for the Joker voice. I see. The only reason I disagree with that is because I feel like I feel like he took he took like when you listen to the Joker. I think like in the in it's an it, when you listen to the original Joker and like the actual beginning of Batman. I feel like there are shades of that. I think he took that and messed with it. I don't know if he got any inspiration. I mean, I'm sure that there was some inspiration from Skeletor, but I don't know if. I don't know if it was a lot of Skeletor. You know, I I just feel like they're they're different. You know, I I don't know, whatever. It's it's not, we're never going to know, man, but I think that's a good point. You know, you bring it up in an interview, that would be cool to see what he says. I'm sure that somebody will ask him down the line. I'm sure that somebody is going to ask him down the line because of this coming about. There's going to be more interviews. Right. They're going to ask him like where he came up with the voice. So I'm sure that that question will be answered. So that'll be cool to find out. Right, cuz he, he I mean, Hamill above all else is is a nerd like everybody else like i mean hamill like yeah. is super into like comic books and you know 80s like animation and like star wars especially like he's he's still like super into star wars and all kinds of sci-fi like he's one of us like he's part of the nerd army um so so yeah like, i mean i, I would it would not surprise me if he holds you know oppenheimer in high regard and Mm. you know remembers his performance as Skeletor as and, and use that as like you know kind of channel it a little bit for for Joker yes yeah. Joker Joker's his own thing like I'm not saying Joker sounds like Skeletor but I'm saying there are some nuances that I thought yeah there are yeah that he that I thought he pulled and like I said before I think his last episode or first episode I, when I met him in person he was just like a super dope guy like mm. Oppenheimer he just did Skeletor's laugh for me and <laughs> blew me out of the water so i i think it's definitely um I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it yeah it's gonna be awesome man i cannot wait july 9th yeah and uh if anybody has not seen the trailer i would recommend checking it out so um oh it comes out the right, same well, day as black widow bro am i right about that Is, yeah, was i yeah, right about july 9th? I, I don't know uh, i can check july i can check that right now let me see As people hear my keys. Let's see. Um, Black Widow. I know Black Widow's July 9th. That's that's a. I'm solid on that. It's just this one. The uh, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it said July. I don't know if it said uh, July twenty third. Oh, July twenty third. All right, so July July twenty third. Yeah, July twenty yeah. third. So it's not going to be, you know, a party day for me, but I'll still be excited to watch Black Widow, and then a couple weeks later I'll watch He Man. But it would have been a Hell great yeah, party man. day if if they came out at the same time. I would have been like soup. <laughs> My head would have went boom. Yeah, you would have been like I don't know what day that is, but I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Saturday. I, a but that's the thing. Day. I can't call out from work because they all know. They would all know 100%. Like, Cooley's not Oh, yeah. Sick. No, I know. Cooley I'm just is saying. not sick. He is watching. I'm not saying call out. I'm saying you would, like, schedule to take the day out. They use a vacation. Oh, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But they, they would 100% know. They're like, yeah, he's not sick. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, well, he's not sick. He he took a vacation day on purpose. They would be they would be texting me. At, they would be texting me at like two o'clock. Like, hey, how was uh, Black Widow and <laughs> and He Man? <laughs> how, how was Black Widow and He Man, nerd? <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, I think that does it for uh, this episode of uh, Tony and Cooley. So, um, we will catch you guys next week. Once again, if you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, please do that. Subscribe as you you know our analytics now. Yes, <laughs> so, we need you. Please subs- <laughs> so, so, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, hey, even if you guys don't plan to watch every single thing on YouTube, just subscribe. Just don't turn the notification on. <laughs> that would really help us. But I, I hope that you guys watch um, because we we enjoy doing the video for you. We enjoy doing the podcast. This is a lot of fun. Um, and um, also, you know, if you haven't joined the Nerd Ruckus Network and Nerd Ruckus on Facebook, the Facebook group, make sure you do that because uh, that's where we have all these cool conversations and threw in some would you rathers and stuff like that so it's just just a way to keep it going plus we throw in some outtakes if there are ever any so yeah yeah all right well with that being said we will catch you guys next week yes we See will you later peace peace